Last year, COVID took away our St. Patrick's Day podcast. Not this year. Tonight, Pat Byrne from Burns Pub and his Bua Irish Whiskey on Whiskey Business. And good evening to everybody. Welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. I am your host, Dino Tripotis. Happy early St. Patrick's Day to you all as uh, we uh, prepare for the for the holiday tomorrow. Hard to believe, hard to believe that it's been a year, a year since... Uh, we got shut down, and everybody was just like, "But tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. What are we, what are we gonna do?" I'll tell you what you did. You, 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 you went to the store and you got some your favorite Irish whiskey, and you, you stayed home, and and maybe, maybe, maybe eventually did what what I do every year, which I'll be doing again this year. Uh, drink and then when you're just about uh, half of the bag or so uh tune into the annual viewing of john wayne and the quiet man <laughs> that's gonna happen Worst movie ever that's gonna happen again this year i guarantee you it's gonna happen again uh this year but uh, uh but also this year we are back with a little bit of a saint patrick's joy if you will joining us in just a little bit <clears throat> We'll be talking with Pat Byrne from Burns Pub right here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, a long-established traditional uh, a bar here in Columbus and a favorite place to be on St. Patrick's Day, though Pat has already informed me that there's going to be a couple of uh, rules and changes that, that have to fall into the mix in order to keep everything safe. See, that's the issue. That's the issue. We're getting so close, people. I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There really is. And let's not just screw it up in one fell swoop tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, yeah, Aaron go bra. And if you're so inclined, Aaron go braless, but don't go maskless tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, don't, you know, remember that there's still some protocols to keep in place and you can still have a good time tomorrow and uh, with with some safe distancing and some you know uh kiss me i'm irish maybe tomorrow it's air kiss me i'm irish you mm. know whatever the, what the case might be whatever just don't screw it up all right just let's say we, we're, we're getting so damn close to getting to what looks like a finish line on uh on saint patrick's day also for those of you who are enjoying the daylight this is also this podcast is on the heels of of daylight saving time i say it correctly daylight saving time it's no not s there's no s it's daylight mm -hmm. saving time which i hate i despise it i hate springing ahead for all of you sunshine lovers fine good for you yeah um none of the clocks here at, at the uh lovely whiskey business studios have changed. They're still set back an hour, uh, and uh, that's that's like my, my small little attempt at revolting against daylight saving time. I don't like springing ahead. 
there's keep talking. There's always talk about, you know, going and leaving it the way it is. I hope that when they leave it the way it is, it's when we fall back again in November. Um, there was one year I absolutely drove John Whitney quite possibly insane because for an entire year, I think, or close to it, I refused to change the clock that's behind me. I don't know if you can see it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My head. Mr. Peanut but, clock. Yeah, the Mr. Peanut clock behind me over there has not changed, has not, has not sprung ahead. And it made John Whitney absolutely insane. <laughs> and I think part of the reason I left it that way is because I got a little bit of, of joy and satisfaction out of that. Um, you know, early, early bird gets the worm. Okay, fine. You know what? End of the day, it's still a freaking worm. Big deal. Pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uh, enough of that. Let's do it, shall we? Because I'm excited. I'm excited about this whiskey because I, it has not touched my lips or my palate until this evening. So this will be an adventure in Irish whiskey discoveries with uh, Pat Byrne as we welcome Pat Byrne from Byrne's Pub. He's coming in right away? Oh, well, we, we, oh you know what, Hansberry? The well, business. housekeeping. Needs some business. It's only been five years, Dino. Maybe one of these days we'll like, get it It's right. like a severe mental block with me. I get hey, so caught up horrible. in all the things that are going in my head. And uh, You want to try the liquor. I get it. I get it. I, you know. I, just, I like to get to it. You know, that's yeah. well, right. I'll never be a rich man. I have no sense for the business. <laughs> all right. Well, Let's let me get knock to through it. it real quick here. Uh, thanks for listening to Whiskey Business. If you are uh, checking us out on your favorite podcasting app, thank you very much. Uh, there's a whole archive here of podcasts uh, uh, of episodes that you can check out. Uh, if you're uh, if you haven't subscribed already, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Audible, uh, uh, Spotify, um, and, and hit subscribe. Subscribe. It's free. It don't cost nothing. So go ahead and join, uh, and you'll get a notification every time a new episode drops. <laughs> Want a beer? Don't cost nothing. <laughs> Don't cost nothing. A little job. Uh, house. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for getting that. Um, also, if you're on Facebook, thank you very much. Go ahead and uh, hit the like button, follow us, and share this episode. Um, we, this episode is going to be super St. Patrick's Day focused, so you got tonight and tomorrow. Share. Um, spread the love uh, with all your friends. And if you're on YouTube, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Go ahead and uh, do the same there. Subscribe, click the little bell notification, and you'll get updates every time we get have a new episode out. Yeah, as a matter um, of fact, provided there's no big glitches tonight, normally we drop, we do this live tonight, and then we usually drop them on Monday, but we're going to try to push this one out right. and get it out to the masses uh, tomorrow, as is. So this, so this will be out by midnight, so it'll be out by St. Patrick's Day. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Paramount Plus. We're signing the paperwork for that this weekend, so that'll be nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Paramount Plus. Before uh, we bring in Pat, let's say hello to some of our friends who have joined us once again. Uh, Jamie Sanfilippo, he did it again, damn Dino, in respects to the business. I know. He also called me a vampire. I, that's true. I, I like the nighttime. I like the boogie on the yeah. floor. Yeah. I thought it was boogie. Yeah, boogie. <laughs> and, uh, and Jesse uh, Hubbard says that uh, we're going to really enjoy the bua tonight. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, who knows better than 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 our friend Jesse, right? So yeah, that's right. He's the, our yeah. expert. He is. We need to get him back on too. You hear that, Jesse? 
you're overdue for a visit to whiskey. Well, I'll, I'll, let me actually let me give him a quick little plug. He's got a new uh, a book coming out, punk rock. Uh, Punk rock tale, punk rock tales and cocktails. I'm sorry, Jesse, I just butchered that. <laughs> but it's a book where he pairs, yeah, uh, where he pairs uh, uh, punk rock records and uh, cocktails. And he's got this book. Uh, we'll have him on to talk about his book. Uh, he's releasing that coming up next week, the 25th. And uh, actually, him and I are working on a little side hustle project where we're going to be doing a group of uh, podcasts to go uh, along with that book. So uh, right. yeah, be looking out for a lot of uh, great stuff Jesse has coming. Yep. Yeah, Jesse always always keeping things interesting. So there. You know what? Punk rock and cocktails. There we it is. Plugs. We can, it doesn't have to be on now. We just gave him up. Yeah, plugs. right. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't need yeah. him on later. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> I kid. I kid. We can't wait to have him back. All right, let's get to Mr. Burns, shall we? Pat Byrne from Burns Pub. <laughs> there he is. Here, here. Har, har. Are you are you you're broadcasting from home? I thought maybe you would you would immerse yourself into the pre-Saint Patrick's Day madness from the bar. Was it? Is it? Is it? Are things going nuts there as we speak? Are people? Uh, well, you, you, you just don't know what's going to happen there. Are they pre-boarding as they, a lot of people like to do on Saint? Uh, there's always a lot of pre-game going on, so it's um, yeah, it's a uh, things are exciting over there. Mm -hmm. But markedly different this year in that you know normally. The tents would be up, and there'd be this and this, and people just so forth and so on. Now you're open, and and you're going to have a St. Patrick's Day celebration, but you had to put a couple things into play, uh, rule wise and reservation wise, mm -hmm. to kind of keep things safe and orderly. Because I would imagine, I would imagine, especially the Irish establishments tomorrow, that there'll be a close eye on on all the uh the rules and regulations uh, of, of said establishments tomorrow to make sure everybody's following the guidelines absolutely and uh we've we've already been informed we've we've gotten word that uh that the the authorities will be stopping by uh there's a handful <laughs> of them out there watching uh all of the irish bars for tomorrow so it's um we'll we're gonna be doing what we can we're gonna be having the fun that we can have and still trying to keep people a little bit safe. So, um, or maybe even a lot of as, as safe as we possibly can anyway. So um, we, we've gone to 100% um, reservation. So you get your table and it's yours for three hours and you have uh, mm -hmm. your your bubble around that and at that table. And when your three hours is up, you move along and the next group comes in. Uh-huh. So a three-hour window to to get it done at at, at Burns, and then mm -hmm. so I would imagine in the beginning that that will be a nice, orderly, civil maybe even <laughs> procedure. I, I I don't want to cast dispersions or wish you any bad will, but I see as the night progresses. <laughs> ah, it's not three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we we did it on Saturday. Uh, we had we had a day, the the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day because apparently that's a thing now that uh, we learned uh, just by mistake one time. We had a big, it's all week. It's, it's, a, it's a party all week. People don't know. Yeah, it's a there's there's a whole segment of the the population that that thinks that St. Patrick's Day falls on a Saturday every year, and uh, as opposed to on March seventeenth. So uh, the Saturdays become important, and we were open for that one. And uh, 
things went well. They they went very well. It gets a little bit it gets a little dicey at night. I'm not gonna lie, but we did our very best to contain that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think uh, uh, in in St. Patrick's Day past, I've I've done most of my imbibing early. Uh, starting in the morning and then uh, going to do it and getting it mostly done in the day. Um, uh, I, I, I don't stay out much at, in the nighttime anymore for St. Pat's because uh, it seems like the, it seems like the longer the day goes, the smaller the window of something going badly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and we've had, we've done, very well. I, I mean, we've had very, I mean, in the, and we held it for the first 20 years. We had, in the first 20 years, we had one arrest. Wow. And then we had a, a bad year where we, we quadrupled it. Maybe we could have had six one year and then we went back. So, but uh, we haven't had any trouble since then, but we just, we just had one bad year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, we've, We've always, you know, and, and like I said, the the, the people that, that work there have been doing St. Patrick's Day at Burns Pub uh, for a long, long time. It's my, I've got employees, I've got 20 year employees there, and uh, and most of them are, are more than five years. So wow. they've, they've all done this, uh, uh, almost all of them are more than five years. So everybody's done this for a long time, and we've, we've, we've seen it all. Uh, we'd like to think we have. We haven't seen COVID before. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, I said in that vein of conversation, we've seen it all, but you've never seen anything like we've had in the past year as right. respects to uh, uh, the pandemic and COVID and uh, the shutdowns and so forth and so on. Uh, a lot of bars and restaurants have not been as fortunate to have survived through, through all this. So what do you consider to be um, a lesson learned and one that will still be applied moving forward in respects to how to in respects to survival, how how you maintain, how you stuck around. I mean, what do you attribute all that to? Um, we're very fortunate. One, um, I, I mean, the, the the paycheck protection program came in very handy for us. We got mm. some we had some small business stuff. Um, we were able to capitalize on 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 some of the the uh, uh, programs that were out there. Um, we fell back and, uh, just, uh, we looked at the downtime and, and we decided to remodel everything. So, uh, we kind of created our own bubble with, with, it was, and it was all employees that, that did everything. And we just remodeled everything in the pub. Uh, so it's, uh, very, we, it's a very pretty place now. Not the dive bar it used to be. Uh, no, exactly. never a dive bar. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that because there was a, you didn't. You didn't remove any of the character. I hope. I think you just uh, hopefully you well, just added to it. Well, you know, there's there's some stuff in the bathrooms that we needed to remove. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we got uh, we redid both the bathrooms and um, uh, it's just. I mean, it still looks like Burns Pub when you walk in. It's just right. doesn't look. Uh, it, it doesn't look like it's 25 years of collections of, you know, just 
history, yeah. I guess. I don't know, but uh, you know that we we like the gum under the table. We took it all off. Oh man, yeah. it's 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 I was coming back for that. Yeah, I was <laughs> saving that for later. <laughs> gum under the table. No, yeah, I mean Burns. Burns is uh is an institution without a doubt. Oh my, looky look. Oh Tom's yeah, throwing some pictures up. Uh, uh, oh man, from look Instagram. at that. Yeah, makes me yeah. hungry just looking at that. That food looks delicious. Are you There's still having the uh, uh, like the same uh, kitchen and everything, or you have to pair that uh, that back? It 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 it, it we well we, you know we actually we redid the kitchen a little bit there too. So nice. Um, we did we got fixed some things there that needed to be fixed. Uh, you know we never had in the, in the bar bar industry you just there's no no reason to close down no downtime it. yeah yeah so you do you know if you're gonna if you're gonna fix something usually it's it's at uh you know closing time on saturday you come in and uh you know kick everybody out and then work all night long and and maybe through sunday and hopefully you can open on monday and uh so that's kind of the 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 way that you repair stuff in the in the in the industry and having four months where you know, it was dangerous because at the end of each day, and we'll tell you, we stop, crack open a beer, and say, "Well, you know what we ought to do." Yeah, <laughs> it just got bad at that point. Yeah. But um, we're really, really happy with the way it looks. It came, it came out very nice. We did, we did some uh, some things that really, really needed to be done. So we're we're happy with it. So Chip wants to know where is this place? Chip, how long have you lived in Columbus, Ohio, and don't know where Burns Pub is? It's uh, it's in Grandview, my friend. There's a Northwest Boulevard, twelve forty eight Third Avenue. Yeah, there you go. I went. Uh, my wife before we even moved here. That was the first bar I ever went to in Columbus. That, uh, Burns and uh, the Point Tavern over on uh, on Thirty Three. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really yeah, classy. We covered, yeah. some ground. Yeah. we covered some ground. Well, uh, normally I, I mention the guest bottle right out of the gate uh, on the show, but I've been I've been pausing and waiting because I wanted to give this the the proper introduction that it deserves. This has been out for a little bit, but it's new to whiskey business as we try to have a new bottle um, every show. This is the Bua Irish whiskey that is the. Uh, the whiskey love child of of, of, of Pat Bird <laughs> and Bird Pub, and also I might add uh, another friend from the podcast previous, our friend Martin, who is in Ireland. We were hoping that he would join us tonight, but with the time difference, I think it's about two o'clock in the morning in <laughs> Ireland, and they are under some really strict rules. Uh, as we speak about uh, venturing out and so forth and so on. So uh, Martin could not join us, but Martin, you partnered up with him in respects to Boo as well. When we had Martin on, he was the brand ambassador for Tullamore Dew whiskey. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, and I say this lovingly, that son of a bitch <laughs> took, me, took me out after our podcast and uh, we went to uh, a, a little O'Reilly's, uh, I think O'Reilly's um, here in Clintonville, and he kept me. Out, 
Oh yeah. He, I mean, we were, we were doing it up during the podcast, but then we went to O'Reilly's and cranked it up a notch and okay. then, and then came back here <laughs> with for, for a nightcap, which is not, is it a nightcap when it's four o'clock in the morning? I, I don't, don't think so. I left the bar at midnight. You guys were going strong. Let's say, uh, and was, then I, I, I had to. I had to. We had to call it because uh, I had to be at work at five <laughs> <laughs> in the morning. Uh, later that later that morning. So uh, yeah, Martin is forever in my brain. Um, he's just yeah. so quietly evil in a loving way. So <laughs> gonna, I'm going to miss him tonight uh, being on the podcast. But tell me about Bua. Why, where the idea came from, why the, 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 the road to, to where we are today with it. I, you know, I've fallen victim to, to Martin's uh, uh, antics myself many a time, and that's how we became good friends, and, and uh, he'd probably blame it on me too. But um, um, Martin and I became good friends when he was with uh, Telemore, and uh, uh, there were times when we'd, we'd get together, and then, you know, we'd end up at the at the bar at the same time, closing time, drinking whiskey and, and uh, talking whiskey and and just talking and, and solving problems. And uh, uh, towards the end of his time with uh, Telemore Dew, uh, I was originally I, I I remember I got this wild hair that thought that I should I should get a, a couple barrels. I should buy a couple barrels of somebody else's whiskey and rebrand it. And make it a Burns Pub whiskey, and um, we were looking into all those options there, and there really weren't any options. Um, so uh, we were talking. I was talking with Martin, and we got sitting down, and uh, we kind of hashed out this plan. Maybe we could do our own whiskey, and and you know, he got back to Ireland and started looking into uh, sources there, and. Uh, and he gives me a call and says, you know, I, I found a source. We can start our own company now and let's just do our own whiskey. Hmm. And so that's, that's how it all began there. And, um, awesome. you know, uh, Martin took over the reins there. He's been, he's certainly, uh, been the workhorse that's behind this and, 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 uh, he, he knows his whiskey very well. I'm good at drinking it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, Never fancied myself much of a, a, a distiller, but um, um, it's uh, we 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 talked about a lot of things. Bua, you know, first of all, what's Bua and and, and uh, Bua is the Irish word for a win or a victory. Mm, I was wondering um, what that was. Yes. So uh, uh, you know, just kind of you know, we're 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 two guys that that. Don't have a whole lot, but the uh, ambition and 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 a love for whiskey, um, and so it was kind of a, a, a fight for the little guys there. Um, you see the tortoise and the hare on the front of the label there, and it was uh, you know we Bua being a win or a victory, we didn't want to go with the battle, we didn't want to go with a um, you know eight hundred years of history behind this brand. Uh, we, we, we're new. We, we, you know, we're, we're guys that are, are bringing out a, a new whiskey that's, that's, uh, 
based on, you know, we're going after quality and uh, we want it to be a, a whiskey that people love. Uh, so that's kind of how it went with that. And uh, people see the blue color and uh, with it's, it's that in itself stands out a little bit from, from most of the other Irish whiskeys. Uh, yeah. I like to say blue blue is the new green, but that doesn't go over very well. Um, <laughs> it's never going to win. No. But, um, but uh, you know, actually, royal blue was the, the uh, was the official color of Ireland. You'll need to unlock so, your iPad um, first. Okay. Um, <laughs> you better listen to her, man. She sounds serious. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but um, so. Uh, we did we did a lot of marketing stuff with it and and came back and uh, we everything about it was just going along swimmingly. We've got we had some great nights uh, in Ireland, uh, just designing some of the things that we were going to do with it and uh, um, mostly over over other people's whiskey and and Guinness and uh, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we talked about was, you know, Jameson and Bushmills. Everybody's always, that's old, an old story about the, the Protestant and the Catholic whiskey. Jameson being the Catholic whiskey and Protestant and Bushmills being the Protestant whiskey. We we decided we were going to have a, a non denominational whiskey. Everybody can drink. Non denominational. It's, uh, it's vegan. It's mm -hmm. uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. It's okay. uh, gluten free. Okay. <laughs> Can we no, try it? No, those what people, what's the proof? Nothing. People, it, it, it could be. It could mean everything. So those are good. That's true. Right. People, mm -hmm. people look specifically for that these days. Yeah. Right. Well, I you know, Tito did it with the gluten free, and it's like every most every liquor is, is gluten free. Tito's put it on the label, and all of a sudden that they were, yeah. became, became everything in, in the vodka world. Well, um, I'm looking at it as uh, what I look at is that we've got a triple distilled Irish whiskey here, uh, non-chill non filter. Um, as I said, this is my first sampling of it. Uh, the color is very, very light. It's just yeah. like it comes out of the barrel. Uh, and, um, you know, most, most of the Irish whiskeys and an awful lot of brown liquors, um, they use artificial coloring. And the reason they do it, especially on the on the, the uh, major brands, is that every bottle of Jameson, if you look at it on the shelf, every bottle is the same color. Now, if you're making whiskey on, on any kind of smaller scale, that it's not going to come out the same color. You know, each batch is going to come out a little bit different color, unless you add something on there to, to balance those colors. And when you add those colors in, you're also adding a flavor in. And... Um, and that that coloring, that caramel coloring, uh, does add a flavor to the whiskey, and we thought it completely unnecessary. Pat, for the people on the podcast at home who can't see it, how would you? What do you call this color? Because it's, it's, it's a it's light. Yeah, it is. It is very amber. It's um um, I mean it's it's pale. It's uh, the hydrated pink. It looks like tequila. I'll, I'll, go, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. You're uh, right. Now that you say that, it does a little mm -hmm. bit. But um, it's very pale. It's but it's this is Irish. This is pure, pure Irish whiskey, straight out of the barrel. The, the, 
uh, the way it should be. It's um, and I can I can I can tell that right from the nose. I mean, there's mm -hmm. a strong there's a strong nose to it. Right, very right fruity, out, very fruity. Right right? Gate, yeah, mm -hmm. it's fruity well, and, and a tad floral. Mm -hmm. Um, and now. Ooh, that tastes nice. Oh my. It's a nice it's taste. So good. It's, uh, it's so good. I cheated and or tasted it before the podcast. You did. But but again, the why I'm making a big thing about the color is because it's deceiving. It it's very flavorful for how light of a of shade mm -hmm. it is. Wow, that's got a really nice long finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. A really, really nice long finish, and uh, given the the, I, I say the, the at the beginning the nose to me was just a, a, a tad uh, astringent. You know, it was like I could I could smell it, and mm -hmm. I thought that maybe the nose, with a, you know going down would 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 also reflect in the. Uh, I guess I thought there'd be more of a burn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but there's no alcohol burn on that. So. No, there's not. There's not. It is 80 proof, though, so it's not It's not 100 proof. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still, that, that doesn't matter if it's 80 or 100. There, there's, there are whiskeys that mm -hmm. are there's, – there's some. I've gotten some nasty burns <laughs> from, from 80 proof whiskeys that I, I did not care mm -hmm. for, and I've gotten no burns from, from 100 proofers that, that went down like silk. This, smooth. Yeah. this is uh, – this is light and airy, and I'm trying to. But I'll tell you that it's you know it's a it's a blend of, of three to six year old single malts and single grains um, that are all uh, 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 mostly uh, ex bourbon barrel uh, aged. Then we we finished we finished these things. We went out and bought a bunch of barrels from Portugal. We got some tawny port. White muscatel and some sherry, and, oh, okay. um, and, and is a, it's an expensive barrel. That's you know, it mm -hmm. takes twenty years to make a tawny port, I think, and um, so there's they're they're not easily obtained barrels, but uh, they they brought in some of the you know the some of the the uh, darker fruits and um, so the there's a lot of flavors going on back there, so it's uh. So with those um, particular barrels, maybe that's where uh, you know that they sat. They that's where they aged in those barrels. Well, they were we finished them in those barrels. So. Those oh, barrels. nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, because uh, that's uh that's where I'm getting yeah, a little maybe a little bit yeah, of floral. You, you, you don't want to spend. You don't want them to spend that. You know, three to six years in in a barrel like that. You'll, no, that, but that, the, that's turn it into turn it into long, a port. How long does it stay in those barrels? Uh, three to four months. Okay. And, uh, wow. It's great. So then, um, you and Martin go around and and just uh, out, you know outsource these barrels. How do you narrow down on these barrels that you to, to choose from? Um, well, it was uh, it was a, a a lot of discovery stuff, and and again, most of this is on on uh, Martin's side, um, and him being much more the the whiskey guy, he he wanted to get creative and, and our goal all along was to make it a very good whiskey mm -hmm. um you know we didn't we didn't want to make a you know just a a cheap whiskey to, to get out and you know 
Sure. Uh, and sell and try to sell a whole bunch of it. And, and you want to try to capitalize on whatever. Yeah. Right. You, you wanted, wanted to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I don't really like sales, but I certainly don't want to sell something I don't like. And no. I wanted to. If I'm going to sell something, I want it to be something I like. It's what great. is the retail on this per bottle? Uh, this is it's thirty three thirty nine. Well, that's that's reasonable. Yeah, that's good. It's a, it's in the wheelhouse that we like. Anything under fifty bucks, the you know we 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 applaud and uh, definitely definitely worth thirty three bucks. Oh, yeah, it's really nice. Uh, che wants to know how many times are normal Irish whiskeys distilled. This one's triple distilled. Right, it is triple distilled, and, uh, and that's. Um, that's a that's a very common number. I think triple distilled is probably the the most common. That um, you know you get uh, you, you'll get some lower end whiskeys that that you know are, uh, are not triple distilled or or that you know single or, or double distilled and some. And there's a handful out there that are distilled more. Um, but uh, generally, it's three seems to be a very good number for for Irish whiskey. It is a magic number. It's true. And non-chilled filtered. So I'm drinking this neat. If you were to, to throw some ice in it, it might cloud up a little bit afterwards. Yeah, nice. But um, I'm not I'm not putting any ice in it. I'm, I'm enjoying the uh, the flavor profile on this in a, in a big way. In a big way. Yeah. I, uh, I had to, Pat was generous enough to drop off two bottles. Sarah yeah, Miller said. Sarah Miller mm -hmm. said, uh, "Wish you guys could share." Mm, no, a, uh, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Here around, it's in most of the liquor stores in Ohio. So, yeah, is it? I was going to say, how no. is the distribution going in Ohio? Because it's, 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 it's in and Columbus. Columbus has, you know, it's in almost and in, in almost all the, the the liquor stores in Columbus there, and the Columbus metropolitan area, and then up in Cleveland and Cincinnati, we're pretty strong. Toledo's good. Uh, that's that's impressive. You're in Steubenville. Oh, you're in Steubenville. Well, then, 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 it, then that's it. That's like that's like the complete stamp of approval. If, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. If you're that's in the right. valley, if it's got the valley stamp, then <laughs> what the hell? You're 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 on your way to success. No, that's impressive because for a new product, uh, a fairly new product, this has been out for how long? We we came out um, uh, right around Valentine's Day of last year, so yeah, we, uh, so we were pre-COVID. Um, yeah, we had we had just a, a few weeks before um, all those bars that bought the whiskey couldn't sell it to anybody, and uh, yeah. so uh, you know it was, it was, it was uh, COVID was good for a lot of whiskeys. Um, the, the the shutdown and the, the, the Quarantine times were, were good for a lot of whiskeys. Unfortunately, not so much for ones that had no uh, brand recognition. And, and right, that, that, would be, that would be Bula. Um, so, but in in a, in, a, in a world where and, and I don't know, maybe this is maybe this is also like from a marketing standpoint, uh, maybe it was a good move. Shelf space uh, is is tight as. Mm -hmm. As more and more product keeps coming out there, especially in mm -hmm. the in the bourbon world, I know they're fighting mm -hmm. it out for shelf space. So, uh, but in the Irish whiskey world, uh, maybe maybe the shelf space was a little 
a little easier to get on, but I think it's a, mm -hmm. I think it's that's huge praise to, mm -hmm. to say that you're just about everywhere in in grocery stores in Ohio in just a year's time. Mm -hmm. I mean that's 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 kind of a credit to you and the product. Well, it's a, we we really our intention and, and what I thought was is that um, both Martin and I both had a lot of a lot of contacts in the uh, um, in the bar industry in in, in Ohio and, and throughout Ohio. Um, uh, Martin was has always been a legend, and you know you walk into bars all over all over the state, and it's Martin. Everybody still remembers him, you know. And and it just it's just the one name and it's uh right um, you know martin from tullamore everybody knows him um so now it's um martin from bua and he was here for he was here for three or four weeks and then the shutdown came and he had to he had to hightail it back to ireland and uh, because there was not much we could do here yeah right he wasn't right. moving into my basement <laughs> yeah. it, it, he could have called me he could have come back here <laughs> that would have been the end of me that would have been the end of me right here that would have been uh number one as as a as whitney as 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 writers of film one it would have been a great sitcom uh oh, yeah. or, or a movie yeah to have to have martin martin kennedy in here and that would have been that that would that story would have written itself but it would have been it would have been my demise before it was all said. <laughs> the Irishman and the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on a theme song. Yeah, we'll try. Uh, and uh, I could be the Uber driver. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, then, congratulations, man. Like, like I said, this is the first time I've tried it. And uh, uh, so I am. Uh, it is. It's full flavor. It's really good. Uh, you got a lot of people that have had it already that are praising it. Um, uh, I think Jesse Hubbard said that the, when he found out that Bua means win, that's what he's going to shout out from now on when he's when he beats his wife in a board game. Is Bua. Yeah, Bua. There's, there's a, a it's an old Irish uh, closing phrase, uh, letter closing phrase, and uh, bear Bua, bear Bua, B E I R, mm -hmm. um, and it's just it just means to to grasp the victory, grasp victory, and so just that isn't it. And then encouraging closing. Uh, Whose idea was it? Who, who who came up with the name? Um, that was actually a uh, a con we were we were tossing names around, and uh, uh, it, we we kind of focused on we were trying to focus on on short names. I I, I kind of liked the idea of where you could put big tall letters on a bottle because. Um, you Smart. Know, Smart. It's, it's not always easy to see as, as I get older. I can. It's, uh, I like. I like bigger letters. Um, Those are. There's a very big. No doubt about that. And uh, I also might add that it's a great. It's a great name of a whiskey that if you do over imbibe, you can still slur and right. get it out there. And like, uh, yeah, you can. You yeah. can still. You can still make it know what you want. It's uh, not a lot of syllables, which is yeah, always right. good. The Bua. Oh, Bua. Pat, I want to ask you to tell another story because uh, now that you've established yourself in the Irish whiskey world, um, the, the your family, uh, more, more specifically uh -oh. speaking, your 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 nephew, uh, 
has uh, also managed to to kind of uh, embed himself in the in the in the beverage world, and it's probably one of the, the funniest stories I've heard about how a, a particular beer got named uh, <laughs> in recent memory uh, from the Columbus Brewing Company. Your nephew, his exploits actually led to a name of one of their more popular beverages. And he did it just at a right 21 years old. 21 years of age. 21 years old and he got a beer named after him. It's uh it's an accomplishment. But um, and it was actually around it was it was actually on uh let's see, he was it would have been four five years ago tonight. Five years ago tonight is when when that, that beer got named is uh Let him go the, the escapade happened, but uh, what's the name of the beer? Hang uh, on. Well, just hang on there. It's uh, uh Julio, Julio Burn, because we didn't have an Italian uh name yet in the in the family. Um he was uh, uh he was at he was at Burns Pub. Um <laughs> this is my brother's son, and uh it's his first St. Patrick's Day. Uh Oh right! On, on, on a bar, <laughs> First legally, on a bar stool that, that we, that, yeah. Um, so uh, he's he was there for a long time, and and he had just um, moved up onto. Uh, he's, he was living on campus, going to Ohio State, and uh, so he all and very responsibly got into an Uber, uh, left the pub, got into an Uber. Didn't really know exactly where his house was. Um, <laughs> he, he knew he'd seen it many times. He, he's very familiar with it once he sees it. But uh, so he got into the area, very, very area, very near to his house. Um, the Uber driver was happy to let him off somewhere, and uh, <laughs> so he got out. He got out and he went in search of the house, and um, he's. Making his way, he's, 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 he felt he was getting near, and, and there's a, a cracked sidewalk, and he tripped, um, and he kind of stumbled a bit. And uh, fortunately, there were a couple officers in a in a uh, in a, a, in a, a we'll call it a paddy wagon. Why not? It's a it's St. Patrick's Day. You can have a paddy yeah, wagon. Yeah, why not? Yeah. They um, had the dr- they had the drunk truck out. Right. It's not derogatory at all. But um, <laughs> he, he's down on the ground. And, had a bloody knee and they, they stopped and uh, asked him if he's all right. And, and do you know where you live? And I live nearby. And uh, <laughs> uh, well, they, you know, they asked him some more questions. Well, do you have anybody? Do you have it? And so he, he uh, told him that his, his dad's still at work at Burns pub. So they, they called Burns pub and said, well, we'll just bring him there. So it's, Brought right back. back. <laughs> we Uber ride. But um, there was paperwork involved. And uh, and so when they, they looked at the paperwork, it, and then we got onto Google Maps to find out where this was in relationship to his house or to his front door, turned out that it was just 97 feet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was 97 feet from his front door. At the time, <laughs> my God, and um, so therefore, uh, uh, Columbus Brewing Company has, uh, and Julio works for, for Columbus Brewing Company, and uh, uh, 
they had uh, they 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 started a beer that a double IPA appropriate it should be a double IPA. Sure, it's called ninety seven feet. So oh, nice named after <laughs> a win. That's awesome. Bula. 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 Uh, a win for for for, for Julia. Columbus yeah. legend. See Hansberry, that's what you got to aspire to. All of us to someday have a beer or a whiskey named after something foolish that we've we done do. In life. That's yeah, right. so, yeah. That's that's something. I'll get, something I'll get cracking at. Screwing yeah, you're up, our, yeah. you're our best hope, Hansberry. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Whitney and I are Thanks. getting older. Yeah, Thank you, you. I guess. All right. You, yeah, you, still, have, you still have some, <laughs> some foolish youth left in you, where you could. Uh, 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 Screw up and, and do something right. amazing that we can name it after. Weekend. I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. What the hell? Uh huh. For sure. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> the night is young. The night is young. Yeah. And I know some friends Ooh, that are out tonight uh, getting uh, pre gaming tonight for St. Pat's tomorrow. What time will you open up at Burns tomorrow? My friend uh, Andy. You know, it's, all, it's all a different world now. It's uh, normally we'd be, you know, there's a lot because. For, we have not had this kind of weather for a tent party in so many years. I mean, 10 years probably since we've had this kind of, we've had nice weather when it wasn't snowing or raining or both. Um, and so now we've got beautiful weather, uh, no tent, um, and we're opening up at 10 o'clock. Uh, you know, it's, it's the new COVID thing, so. Uh, we we did this with the reservations in hopes that we never have to do this again. Right? Yeah, that'd be nice. My friend yeah. Andy, my friend Andy Wald is apparently one of those people with reservations. He's uh, he's there for breakfast tomorrow. All right, to start his Irish his Irish breakfast in the morning. So, uh, and he said, yeah, once for the Father, once for the Son, once for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, as far as the sips go. Yeah. All right. You'll Andy, see my friend. You talk out to me tomorrow. I'll see. I'll be there. So he'll be there for breakfast tomorrow. That's I'll be what he, there from start to finish. He's starting his fist. Will you be there all day tomorrow? Is that is that the is that oh, the yeah. plan? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier that the staff won't be won't be drinking it. The they'll have to. We know have it. You know it's, uh, especially you know during the and it's always been a thing that you know what. What job do you have that, that you're you're you know allowed to drink at? I mean, not, there's not really many of them, and people. Oh, I can have a few, but so, well, <laughs> this but, one. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, we, we try to make a point of you know it's it's always been I and I know that I've tended bar sober and I've tended bar drunk, and it's a lot easier sober. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's you know it's just you don't you know you, you lose your legs especially on a long hard day it's a you know you once i start drinking i i like to sit down and start drinking and finish drinking is uh -huh. basically what i want to do and so but um no there's a there's a lot of things that can go wrong and and you need clear heads to to do it and uh it's it always helps to have um clear clear-headed people to overseeing everything Plus, your registers don't I mean, go like off on the on the count, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, right. You know, this is this this. Uh, you know, I always liked my first taste of something. You know, I always like to pause for a little bit and come back for that that second and third taste uh, a little bit later, because uh, 
you know, your 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 palate will change over the course of of, mm -hmm. of, of tastings, and uh, this continues to go down even smoother. But what I still like about it, uh, well, the fact that it goes down smoother is great. But what I still like about it is the fact that the finish is still is still there. This has got. For those of you who uh, are going to be trying it for the first time, it's got a nice little finish, and then it warms back up again, comes back up again, and just kind of settles right, right in that sweet spot right there. So um, uh, you are not going to be disappointed nice. at all with mm -hmm. uh, the Bua, uh, appropriately named because this is a winner. This is a winner. Congratulations. Man. Well Charlie done. Sheen was Victory. on this. Well yeah. done. Well done. Thank you very much. Um, is there anything else that we need to discuss? I mean, anything else that we need to know about tomorrow in respects to uh, Burns Pub? You're going to be open from 10 a.m. till uh, 2 a.m. Uh, we're going. That's a beautiful thing, right? That's right. lifted. That we that had, helps. Well, you know, we had, uh, when when the uh, another funny thing about the you know after the the, the shutdown times we're. Uh, we came back into. We came back in. We opened up after after the remodel and everything. And it was we were open. We were going to be open from four o'clock until midnight. Mm. We did that for a week, and then they cut us down to, to ten o'clock, being the latest we can be be open. And that was ten o'clock, but you could drink until eleven. Um, what we found in this whole thing was that all those two thirty bartenders. Yeah, they started sleeping at regular times, and they, they it's 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 a big adjustment for them to come back and 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 to get back into that that uh, that two thirty uh, right. scenario, and then and um, so uh, when when the the, the uh, when Governor Dewine gave us you know lifted the curfew, we were at ten o'clock, uh, and then we just we just moved up to midnight and. We're just gonna hang out there for a little while and get our try to get our get our sea legs back back under us and and so we could do it and and of course um uh St. Patrick's Day is the is the time where we you know that when it's all coming out so uh we're gonna start busting out and uh we're not gonna be two thirty every night yet, but we'll get there soon. But but for tomorrow you're gonna till two thirty you can, yeah. Yeah, that seems appropriate. But I, all I do is I, one thing. I, I do hope that that people recognize well, if they're out in the bars uh, tomorrow and for the for the next few weeks, as long as we're under this whole uh, 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 pandemic rulings, um, you know the bars do not they don't get off in enforcing mask rules. Nobody likes to do it, uh, but however, you know, if, if there's a mask rule violation, it's not the mask wearer or not wearer that's going to get get hit. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the bar itself that gets hit. Right. So, um, you know, how much is how much is the fine, Pat? Uh, well, you know, it's it's uh, they they haven't really discussed that yet. It's yeah. it really comes down to severity of offense and and how much they can do. But they can do, and and you know the way I look at it, and with my people, it's you know it's we're a heavily regulated industry, um, you know, and my comparison here is that you know I'm not allowed to sell 
alcohol to anyone under 21. If you're close to 21, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and if we're close to the end of this pandemic, nobody has still told me I can, I can, you know, waive the rules. It's I'm still right. under the rules, no matter how close we are to the end of it until somebody says it's over, we have to follow those rules. And please, you know, if you're out there and I know how difficult it is, I, I know from experience how difficult it is to, uh, to wear that mask when you're supposed to, you know, when you're seated down, seating de- uh, seated, you do not have to wear it. Uh, but when you're up, if you're standing up, you have to have that mask on and, and, Please don't be a dick about it. It's you know. <laughs> Quote of the night. I, that, that, yeah, exactly. I mentioned it in the earlier in the beginning, but we're so close. Right. Don't screw it up tomorrow. Right. You know, and and think of it too. You know that most of my uh, most of your servers uh, haven't gotten that vaccine yet, and you know I have. I've gotten I've gotten one shot anyway, um, yeah. and so. Most of them have not, and you know they don't. If they get if they get the COVID, they lose ten days worth of work. There's that's they just they lose their tips for ten days, and you know that's that's a big hit on them. And they they don't want this stuff either. You know it's a, it's you can't fake it. If you get if you get caught, you know if they test positive, then you know I I get a phone call and I have to keep them out of there, and it's uh so. Please be respectful of uh, yeah. of the people out there. So. They should be eligible for that shot. I mean, because they're—I mean, their exposure to the public is high. very high, and I don't yeah. understand why they're not eligible right now. Mm-hmm. They, uh, well, they will be soon. So yeah, they will be. I mean, they're yeah. they're, they, yeah, they are in essence, in as far as the the bar and restaurant industry, they're a whole different type of frontline worker. But but yeah. why they're uh, essential in my books? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chrissy, Chrissy, I think this is your cousin, Hansberry, is, is is quoting what I said earlier. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, you can go braless, but don't go maskless. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> line. <laughs> braless, count me in. <laughs> for, for what I said earlier. Um, we're going to wrap things up because I know tomorrow, Pat, you got a full day ahead of you, and everybody's making their plans. I want to thank everybody who tuned in this evening live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, the whiskey, the guest bottle. Bottle, this is our 158th bottle on the whiskey. We're getting there. I'll, I'll tell you another thing. You look at your bottle, and this is kind of a funny thing, but it says um, batch number. And uh, it's going usual, usual say Y001. Yeah. Um, we've got bottles that are it's only made for Ireland and for for uh, um, America, and so the 750 bottles all went to America. The 700 milliliter bottles went to Ireland, and uh, those are are M 001s. And it was uh, that was another drinking around the bar. It was what are we going? What are we going to give these batch numbers? What are we going? How are we going to do these batch numbers? It was like, well, we've got to have separate numbers for the Ireland ones and separate numbers for the American ones and my wife, this is my wife's input. And it was uh, mix and yanks. We got different ones for the mix, mix and yanks. That's awesome. Genius. Genius. Well, continued success uh, with the BUA 
as it continues to become a staple on liquor shelves all across Ohio and hopefully uh, the rest of the country as well. Uh, the, you know, hopefully the the Bua explosion will will bring you nothing but the the best of luck, my friend. And also thank you for uh, for being a, a classic traditional spot in Columbus, Ohio that uh, people have come to love, respect, and uh, I will echo your earlier sentiments that you just uh, made. If you do have love and respect for Burns Pub tomorrow, then do your due diligence tomorrow. Follow the rules. Have a great St. Patty's Day tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy uh, as much as you can, but 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 do it right. We're almost yeah. there, people. We're almost there. This time next year, you know, we'll we'll hopefully be be maskless and and reminiscing about you know how we had to do it the year before, and then maybe next year everything will be better. I mean, we we are chameleons as a human race. We have the ability to adjust and and adapt if we choose to. I know there's some people that are adamant about masks and vaccines and so forth and so on. I don't cast any judgments, everybody to their own opinions. I personally have mine. You as a as an establishment have to have yours. Um, you had the COVID in February. You experienced it. You know what it's like. You know, yeah. it's like, even though you said it was a mild case when we were talking off the air, you still had it. So, you not know, fun. it's not fun. It's not fun. No. You know? And, uh, and, uh, and as far as uh, the little piece of advice that we do have for you people who do like to imbibe, the studies have shown that whiskey drinker. Well, I whiskey drinker. <laughs> to break into that also is uh, one thing that we've been doing. And I, I should mention it's something we've been doing with uh, in conjunction with uh, uh Fado Irish Pub out in Easton and in Dublin and uh, uh, Lucky's on campus. Uh, we've started a group, a, a number of, actually it's, it's 13 years ago, uh, Central Ohio Safe Ride was started around St. Patrick's Day. And um, uh, we have a, it used to be, we used to give $10 cab vouchers. Um, it's not oh, so much right. anymore, but we're with, working with Lyft now. And so we have a lift discount code. Um, if you're going to or from uh, Burns Pub, you can punch in a, a or Fido, um, or the whole city of Dublin is, is using it too. So with this, uh, so, uh, Central Ohio Safe Ride is, is working with a lot of groups to, to just try to keep it safe and, uh, and, and don't drive. Yeah, there's no That's great initiative. For a parking spot. Yeah, yeah, that alone. These days, there's no reason to get behind the wheel impaired. There really isn't. So, and tomorrow, especially when people tend to overindulge a little bit. I mean, go out and have a great time, people, but just be safe about it. Mm -hmm. Our guest, obviously, has been Pat Byrne from Burns Pub. The guest bottle, the Bua Irish whiskey. Continued success, my friend, and. uh, uh, and, and nothing but the best for you moving forward. We really thank you. Hansberry, before we go, some closing business. Yes? Yes, sir. Yes. Um, real quick, uh, what, are, what are we at? Burnspub.com, Pat, if people want to find out more information uh, um, at other times of the year. I mean, you're open year-round now, right? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, on Facebook, BooAirishWhiskey.com. Uh, thank you so much for checking out Whiskey Business. If you are a subscriber on your favorite podcasting app, 
the best way you can help us is to uh, leave a little review, a five-star review, or and leave a comment and share it with your friends. Um, we appreciate that very much. Uh, if uh, you're watching on Facebook, go ahead and check that out uh, on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, but Facebook, YouTube, uh, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find us all for, uh, all on all those platforms and follow us. And whiskeybusinesspod.com is where uh, you can find everything whiskey business. And uh, we'll let you know when the Paramount Plus stuff uh, goes through. There's, there's some legal issues. <laughs> dealing with. But uh, we're going to wrap that up. Paramount Plus, but we are in the uh, midst of some negotiations, which, which hopefully will expand the whiskey business brand and name out there and get it out in a in a far larger, bigger fashion. We're excited about some opportunities that are coming our way um, once we uh, get some of the legal beagle stuff out the way. So whiskey business will continue to grow and prosper. Um, the reason that's happening, the reason that's happening, is because of your uh, loyal listening and viewing dedication. Yes, thank you. It, it's caught the eye mm -hmm. of uh, certain individuals that have asked us to uh, uh, join in with them and expand the brand. So hopefully we'll be uh, settling those uh, business things in the, in the, in the weeks and a couple months to come. Also some exciting fun stuff that we have uh, coming up in future podcasts. We hope to get George Wolf and Hope Madden back for another Oscar podcast for you movie lovers. Um, there is a, uh, an interesting one. If you're, if you are a, a person who has uh, collectibles of some sort, there is a very rare magazine that has come into my possession that I'm very, very curious about its worth and its value. And uh, early estimates say, wow, um, it might be something that will appeal to some of you if not all of you, because it, it is in mint condition, and I'm very excited to find out what that might be about. So, uh, well, you know, topics from A to Z on whiskey business. When we have the opportunity to get whiskey-centric, obviously we do. So I'm excited about that. But uh, we got it all for you here, people, and we appreciate you being with us as long as you have. Those of you who are new to whiskey business, Thanks for finally figuring us out and discovering us. We appreciate it. And so, my friends, until the next bottle, see ya. Questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business, when you need it, from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.